this week on the Roommates Podcast. And you know what? I always tell people, you don't ever have to lower your standards, but you may have to raise your qualifications. So, DJ, bring that one back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Bring that one back. <laughs> I'm talking. You, you ain't got to lower your standards, but you might have to raise your qualifications. So, my thing is, if you want that six foot plus, six figure, no kids man, you better come with it. Man. All right? You better come with it because. Yeah, competition's <laughs> gonna be stiff. Yo, what's good, America? It's your boy Hafiz. Chris, the start of the show, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. And welcome You're... back to the Roommates Podcast, a late night conversation yep. hmm. taking you behind the scenes of becoming. Featuring mm. all the wild people, conversation, and perspective yep. you experience on the way. Yep. Also. Also. Also known. Known. As the best hour of your week where you are. Entertained. Like a stand-up and. Educated. Like a TED Talk and. Enlightened. Like, like a, a sermon. sermon. Oh. Switch it up on y'all yeah. boys and gals. Go ahead. Go ahead. I wish we had the gunshots. <laughs> Bro, I've been trying to get these people from U of H to tell us. Exactly how they can play music and talk at the same time. What do they say? I haven't got an answer back. You know how these college kids, man, they forget, don't know the answer to the questions. Because they do it at the radio. So I don't know if this is some special soundboard uh, or something. But once we figure that out, yes, uh, our podcast will take the next level. Next level. Level up, level up, level up. And it's time for our shout outs. Yep, so if yep. you guys are new to our podcast, what we love doing is shouting out all of our listeners and fans who've been rocking with us. Mm-hmm. Our new ones and our old ones. We love all of our people, guys. We're all about sharing love, pouring into people's lives, yep. adding value. So we like to shout out some few people. Mm. Starting out, we have Heather Hancock. Hancock. Great movie. <laughs> it was a great movie. Heather really enjoyed a stepdaddy's episode, which was episode 67 last week's episode. So she mm. said, thank you guys for sharing it. Oh, is that the one that said the bed? The bed. No, that, that's Krista. Ah, yeah. I like Krista. Shout out to her. Next, we have Ash. Ash is from um, Rocky Top. So I'm assuming <laughs> Wait, that's Tennessee. <laughs> Rocky Top? Yeah, Tennessee. You know that little fight song? No. Oh, Rocky Top. Hello, <laughs> no. I don't know oh, nothing about that. I was cool. Bro, is there a fight song? <laughs> I love watching Eric Berry play. I heard that fight song all the time. Eric Berry? Went to Tennessee. Oh, you're talking about the corner. Safety. Yeah, yeah, Safety yeah. Corner. No, I know nothing about that, cuz. Okay. Next, we have Andy Aaron Walker. What was your favorite fight song? My favorite fight song? I'm sorry, it was random. It was uh, Miami's. That's the one. So that's the song that got you hyped before a football game. Oh, you said like a college fight song no, or a song? No, I'm talking about like you. Been, like if you about to go to fight, uh, what song would you? Welcome play? to the jungle. <laughs> we got fighting games. We got everything you want. You taking the L? <laughs> what? <laughs> bro, that one went hard, no, bro. It's jungle. <laughs> you like that my, one? My, like, my favorite song was uh, Let's Go by Little John and Trick Daddy. Let's go, let's For go. For some reason, it just get my blood. you can get it, let me know. Just let me know. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> just let me know. Oh, uh, man. I'm sorry. That was random. Cool. So back to the shout outs, Andy Ann Walker. She is an author okay. of a collection of poems. Ooh. <laughs> and guess what they're called? Oh, God. <laughs> Fragile. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is going to help her. Yeah. <laughs> Fragile. <laughs> you know what that means? 
Hopefully it'll be called Healed (laughs) 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 Next we have um, Our guy Kasim Okay Kasim's a young black man Yes sir Rocking with the podcast So we salute you My man Kasim Yes sir My man Next we have Devon Richards He is a video maker And a photographer He's been rocking With the podcast He said he enjoyed it Oh, he great. said he was hooked after five seconds. Oh, I, I challenged him. I said, you'll be hooked in five minutes. <laughs> he said five seconds. Five seconds. Look at us. Hmm. Look at us doing big things. I had a joke, but it was so been appropriate. Oh, good job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you kept it to yourself. And um, last but not least, Game we have... Game one and listener and lose 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Next, we have our guy, Jay Kurtz. Okay. And... We were supposed to shout out Jake last week. Right. I totally forgot to do so. Jake actually did the design work for our Twitch flyer. Oh, that's what's up. He I did thought it you for made us. that. Huh? No, he did it for us. Jake made it for us. Thank so you, Jake. Appreciate Dang. you, Jake. Guys, if you want any you, type bro. of social media work, social media design work, yeah. hit up our guy, Jake. Yep. He does dope social media design work. Check him out. He'll help you out. Flyers, that all that stuff, flyer. logos. Yeah, appreciate you, Jake. Yeah, doing big things. Gosh. So, Mr. Jordan, uh, how you been, man? I've been better this week. This okay. week has been a lot better for me. I know. Uh, I felt like I had everything under control. I didn't let work stress me. I didn't overwork myself. That's good. You know, I worked out for the first time this month. Yes, I'm gonna switch my membership over in May. Man, I appreciate that, man. I need to work out partner, but like I said, man, last time I worked with a Nigerian. <laughs> I couldn't blink for the whole week, bro, because I was so sore. So I'm kind of I'm kind of nervous, but I'm also excited. No, it's not really gonna be that. I really don't work out that hard. I'm not gonna lie to you. I just need a partner. Cause I know what you want to do, so I know I know what we can do for you. Yeah, man. I, my shoulders. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sad. <laughs> but the only thing you probably won't do with me is power cleans. Because that will destroy your body. I can do power cleans. I just won't do a heavy weights. Because that's will make your shoulders double. <laughs> Man, bro, I have a power clean since high school. I'm yeah, it'll make you you'll get really big if you start power cleaning. But I know you don't want to get big. Man, I, I can't get cut and big by power. If I depend on how much weight I can do, I feel like it helps out with like because it's a, a full body workout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like I need to do it, yeah. just not do it as much. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, like I said, I can squat as yeah. much as, like, with anybody. Because I but, feel like you don't work out that muscle at all. Uh, no, but I feel like, what muscle? Like your traps and stuff like that. You know I don't. I know, that's what I'm like saying. I feel like I don't need to. You know, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Because you don't want them to grow. Uh, I'll just do height. Okay. Hopefully they won't grow. If they grow, I can see it. I can feel it. All right. Yeah, besides that, mm-hmm. no, it's been good. What about you? You know, we've been having a pretty jam-packed week. We have. I like weeks like that. I hate not doing stuff. I agree. So, so this week is like ideal. Mm. If we were doing exactly what we wanted to do, this would be like my ideal week. Like having stuff. Week. Like having stuff to do all the time. Yeah, it was and a good And it's week. constant pressure. Yeah. You know, I, you know, and still, you know, just really growing in regards to like sometimes I have to balance between being a perfectionist mm-hmm. and being kind. Because I feel like the more I try to be a perfectionist, 
the more robotic I get and the more I lack empathy and compassion with people. Uh, I think you, I mean, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Recently. Like when we worked, like, we're like, like I feel like sometimes when we're doing the, the film stuff, I felt like I may have been too, like, harsh. I don't, well, I wasn't there, but, but the back half and the time I was there, I didn't think he was harsh. Okay, cool. Personally. Okay. But, um, yeah, I was trying to balance that and not just be a big of a jerk. Because I know some of I just get in that mode where everything is just like, do, 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 do. Yeah. And there's people, I know some people just don't take it the right way. I'm yeah. just like, hey, pick this up or hey, move this. Hey, do that. And I try to really balance that. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, like I said, it was a good busy week. I, I know I can still find some some more time to get in the word yeah. uh, more. But um, besides that, I felt like it was pretty well balanced. I got... All the stuff I need to accomplish this week done um, by the grace of God. So, two week Twitch. So, Twitch. Twitch, li- Twitch. listen to all of listen to all of our new listeners and our new fans. We got some news for you guys. Listen up. This whole podcast, the entire podcast, is built for the listeners. Mm. A lot of people say they love their fans. I'm telling you, if you really want to know if people love you, send them a message. I'm gonna challenge everybody who likes a podcast. I guarantee you, any podcast in America, send them a message and send us a message this week and see who responds first. I guarantee you, not only will we respond first, but we only want to respond because our whole podcast is built upon serving and loving our listeners. That's the whole infrastructure is built upon that. So one of the ways we want to do that is we want to be able to continuously give you guys more content, but also if you have any questions, comments, and concerns, we want to be able to talk to you, which is why we always tell you to message us. But on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. 9 p.m. On Twitch, you guys can talk to us and you can call us in. We've added a call-in feature. So you can literally call us on Thursday. And you can have, see my face. <laughs> you can see Chris's you can beautiful face. You can literally see my face. See Chris's beautiful face. You can call <laughs> it and actually have a conversation. Whatever you want to talk about. You have problems. You're going through something. You have a question about the episode. Yep. Thursday is all for the listeners. Yeah, and whoever wants to pull up and wants to talk and wants to have a conversation, we're here for you. Man, and we've been having a ball. Oh, yes, we have. Lawrence has been there. King of Kill has been there. H-Town Ray J. Ray J was there. Hope we you had a great time in New Orleans. We've been having a ball yes. on Twitch. Yes. So anybody that want to talk to us, fire us up, yeah. challenge us. And Jay told me she was going to be there on Thursday, but she didn't come through. Ah, so Jay so owes me five minutes. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, owes me yeah, five yeah. minutes. Yeah, she. Yeah, yeah. All right, Jay. She must have found a man. <laughs> <laughs> John, John Mark, is that you? John Mark, John Mark, John Mark. <laughs> oh man, ah, that's too funny. That's too funny. Cool. But no, nah, yeah, for real. Twitch is um something that I'm really glad that we start doing um just so we can c- continue. Oh yeah, shout out cousin Nick, obviously. Obviously, and he knows Jayla's gonna get mad if we don't shout out Jayla. Man, I'm, yeah, man, I'm about about. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna hate us so much. I know she is. She, yeah, is, she, is, she is. She is. She is. Oh man! She shout is. out! Shout out, Jayla. She funny, man. She funny. So you want to do J Cole or do you want to do the short? Uh, let's go short. Okay. So I'm gonna challenge myself and challenge the listeners. Okay. I'm gonna challenge myself. Okay. This Saturday night it's gonna come out. Wow. 8 p.m. That's what you gonna do? That's what I'm gonna do. You Saturday, know you, you, huh? may, you know you may have to be out of town that night. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. So you're going to finish it early, early. Yes. Yeah, Saturday night at 8 p.m., the very first short film created by the Roommates podcast team. 
Oh, for that's what I didn't know. Yes. I thought, okay. The roommates podcast team. I missed first. this email. <laughs> you were there. Ah, yes. Yeah, <laughs> wait, wait, email. <laughs> the very first short film created by the roommates podcast team. I'm telling you guys. Yes. You are going to be in for a treat. I'm not going to say too much. Don't say too much. Don't give them too much. I won't give them too much. I'm going to let you guys know. On our Facebook, the Roommates Facebook page, yep. we're going to have a teaser trailer on Instagram, a teaser trailer on Twitter, oh. but the full short film is going to be on Facebook. Got you. So guys, check it out. I'm telling you, you think this is probably going to be some janky rundown film. Oh, no, I'm no. I'm telling you guys, when you see it, we are professionals. You, you hear this? You Listen, listen, listen. Stop, stop. Stop, stop. stop what you're doing stop right now. Stop what you're doing. Stop. Pull over. Stop. Pull the... I'm, I'm gonna wait. Okay. You hear the sound quality right now? Do you hear the sound quality of this podcast? A lot of amateur podcasts do not sound like us. That's because we're professional and we're professional. They sound like they're talking from over here. That's how they sound like. You hear that? And then I, do that again, Hafiz. Example one. They, they sound like they're talking from so far away. Example number two. This this is the quality. So our short films are gonna be this. Quality. Now it's not gonna waste your time. It's gonna be sensational. Sensational. So try it out. Watch it. Share it. And enjoy. Enjoy. <sighs> this Friday, Saturday. No, sorry, this Saturday. This Saturday. <laughs> this Friday, Saturday, fam. This Saturday. What was that? The 29th? No, 28th. The 28th. Friday the 28th okay. of April. No, Saturday 28th. What am I doing? Fam, what's up you with do you, it. bro? You do it. I'm going to stop. Yeah, so Saturday, April 28th, 2018 at 8 p.m. Central Time, it would drop. Drop. There you go. I don't know. Drop, Hot feet. Hot feet didn't have enough water. Drop. 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 Yep. J. Cole. Oh, K.O.D. So for our new listeners, we're about to bring in our guest in a little bit. I know he's excited about getting on the show. Sorry, not guest. Our new roommate. Our yes. new roommate's about to get on the show. But we have to talk about J. Cole's new album. Usually, we don't do music. We so usually is, don't. This is probably the first, maybe second, second time. Maybe second time. We've talked music on the podcast. We're, we're usually not a, a podcast about music. But this album, we want to talk about it. If you have not checked it out already, check it out. It was super powerful. It was a good album, you know. At first listen, I was like, eh. Oh my, yeah. underwhelmed. Extremely underwhelmed my first yeah. listen. Yeah. Yeah. And then I listened to it at work and I was like, hmm, 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 hmm. And I kept listening. I was like, oh. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> ah. Mm. Okay, okay. Yummies. Yummies. Spiritual yummies. So, uh, yeah, it grew on me. Um, it's, I feel like it's a great study album. Of course. Not like you study the album, but like while you're studying, you're listening to the yes, album. <laughs> yes, yes, Like it's yes. a great album to listen to while you're studying, in my personal opinion. Um, I would say, to me, as his, you know, studio album, it's ranked number three in my okay. mind. Okay, number three. Number three. Behind? Uh, behind Born Center is not my number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, then 2000 hits Four Hills Drive And then it would be K.O.D. Okay Um, But yeah Born Sin is number one Not even close In my my personal opinion Yes My personal opinion Yes I love I love the album I okay. really enjoyed it Similar to you We yep. both listened to it The first time We I didn't even finish it 
Yeah, we went to sleep. I went to sleep. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm good, fam. And then Princeton, I talked to Princeton. Shout out to Princeton. I talked to Princeton. I was like, yo, I didn't like the album. He said, yeah, I can understand why. And I said, he didn't, J. Cole didn't give me enough bars. That's why I didn't like it. And he said he wasn't starting spitting bars until after Bracket. And yeah. I went back and we stopped it at Brackets. Yeah, <laughs> so I really played did. it and I was like, wow. Wowzers, there it is. And so here's why I love J. Cole so much. Because J. Cole is the typical man but who finally grew up. Yes, I agree. I think, I think, I th- I've been saying that J. Cole is the most relatable rapper till this day. As a, a young man, doesn't matter, especially black men, very, very relatable. He speaks to us like he's still going through those situations today. And he finally grew up. Yeah. That's what I love about it. Yep. And you could see his life on the other side. As born singer, he was so angry. He was so angry. And that's why I loved it so much. But he was rightfully so angry. Yep. And the song that I'm going to be talking about when I do my gem is so powerful because he begins by saying, this is all I wanted at the beginning. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's all I wanted at the beginning. And then the song ended with like, but this is what's going on today. Yeah. I got all those things. I got the women. I got the money. I got the status. I got everything. But what's most important is these people's lives. Yeah. And impacting those lives. Exactly. And man, J. Cole. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's definitely been, he's grown before our eyes. And I and I, I was just very impressed yeah. with the album. Usually rap, rappers don't grow up. Yeah, usually they t- rap about the same bullcrap things. Like 45 with a 25-year-old daughter still talking about smashing hoes. Exactly. Or like Meek Mill having his fourth dream and nightmare about <laughs> him making out of the hood. Like, fam, we know. <laughs> like, don't rap about drugs and don't rap about you making out the hood and don't rap about how, you know, oh, everybody say I couldn't make it, all these haters. Rap about something else and let me see if you're really talented, you know? So that's what I really like about J. Cole. Um, like I said, he's very, very, very relatable. Cool. So this week, we have a very, very special roommate. And I'm telling you guys. Man. You know, it's been a long time since we brought a new roommate onto the podcast. And I feel like, man, you either got to be real close to us or homeboy. You got to be on this man level yes. to come on our podcast yes. now. Like, yes. honestly. Yes. Like, honestly. We're that's not, how I feel We're not, about we're it not going now. lower after <laughs> After, <laughs> after the next roommate, now, we're bro. not going lower. So we're gonna do our gems a bit early, yes, because the new roommate we want to give him all of our time, undivided attention. Yes, Chris, would you like to go first? Or would you like me to go, go first? Go first, because uh, uh, er, so Euro. My gem this week mm. is a song, and the song is called "Window Pain" by J Cole. Let me guess. Is it off the new album? It's off the new album, sir. Five hundred. So it's off his new album. I would love to play the song, but J Cole would rip this podcast from the internet. That's true. And burn it. True. I don't, don't want that to happen. We don't want that to happen. So you guys have to listen to the song. What number song is it? It's number eleven off the album, the second to last song. Okay. Called Window Pain. It's the outro of the album. Window Pain is the last song. Good choice. And here is why this song is such a gem. Like I said, when you're first starting off with a chip on your shoulder, you have this 
unquenchable thirst for success mm-hmm. for all the women mm-hmm. who look down upon you, mm. their attention, mm. all this built up rage about the people who look down upon you and hurt you and your family. Mm. And you want to unleash it. And mm. you go on this journey to prove everybody wrong. Yeah. Like your whole life is to prove everybody wrong and to just get everything out of life. Yeah. But then you realize that more than that, there are human souls mm. right next door who are going through so much. Yeah. And that is what Window Pain is about. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk too much about it. I want people to listen to it. My gem is Window Pain, and I want you to hear the young boy's explanation to why bad things happen in the world. Ooh. I'll leave it at that. Your turn. Wow. Lord. Uh, my gem this week is just um, something that's been really going on in my head as far as um, just legacy. You know, what... Like, what kind of... Are you listening to the song in your head right yes, now? Yes, I am. <laughs> like, why are you moving your head like that, bro? Yes, I am. Like, man, I want to say, wait a minute. Uh, but yeah, just um, just legacy and, and just how you want to re- be remembered. And mm-hmm. I think um, it's important for people to to move with a purpose nowadays and not just, um, re- you know, really just move, you know, just because they're living life. Mm. And um, I think it's real easy to get caught up into the the motions and, you know, the everyday, um, you know, routine of life. But once you move with a purpose, purpose, man, I feel like a lot of things start opening up for you as far as, you know, you just be more, you're more happier, you're more focused, you work harder. Um, you're a better person. Um, cause I feel like you have the vision that, um, that God's been calling you to have. So I think one of the things I know I've been really just challenging myself is to continue to walk in that, in that light, in that path, and move with that purpose of you know what God's calling me to do, calling me to be. So men and women, move with the purpose, find it, and let's leave a legacy on this world. Loving the legacy talk. Woo! So we're gonna go ahead and bring in our brand new roommate. I'm super excited. We are going to. Rock people's worlds with this episode. I feel like we're gonna get a lot of emails with this episode. A lot of people gonna hit us up after this episode. I'm excited because um, we get to. We're, we're, I mean, we're trying to impact these people and that leave a legacy and leave a freaking legacy. There we go. So we'll take a quick commercial break. Enjoy, enjoy. roommates, and we'll be back. Okay, okay, we are back. We are back. We are back. And a. <laughs> Chris What's up bro It's been a long time It's been a long time It's you been right. a very long time Since we brought in A guest onto the podcast Shoot It's been like what Wait not a guest I'm sorry A new roommate There we go There we, there go, we there go. go It's been a long time And this Has to be <laughs> And I say this Many times <laughs> But I am Hyper excited About the wisdom And the gems this new roommate is going to provide. I don't think the listeners are ready. I don't think I'm ready. <laughs> Man, it's a hyper excited. <laughs> oh, Lord. Please, guys, welcome to the podcast. Our guy, Stefan Labossiere. Oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say it right? You were pretty damn close. Oh, I got to give it to you. 
get it. I try to get it. How do you say La Bossière? La Bossière. I'm not even So I said La Bossière and La Bossière. Exactly. La Bossière. La Bossière. Smooth at the end. Oh, my mom's smooth. What's the name from? French. Haitian. Oh, oh you, okay. your family's Haitian? Yeah. Sa passe. Ma boule. Hey, you know it. Shout out to John Mark. I, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Rio, though. So it's somewhere down the line. Somewhere. Yeah, there's some know. connection there. I appreciate that. Man. Make me feel part of the family. <laughs> so, uh, so far, like I said, I'm super excited, man. Thank you for um, dropping by and doing the podcast with us. We know you got a show coming up in Houston this Saturday, the 21st. Yep. Super excited about it. You know, I've, I know a lot of people in the city are going to be bl- blessed. I know about you. Chris knows about you. Mm-hmm. For our listeners who don't know about you, can you give us a brief synopsis of who you are and what you do? So, I guess brief synopsis, uh, you know, I'm a certified life and relationship coach. Yeah. I've been doing this for about nine, ten years mm-hmm. now. Um, got four books out. <laughs> Talk that noise. I'm just... I'm doing what I know God told me to do, basically. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just trying to help people with relationships and life. Because everybody deals with relationships. That's real. But a lot of people don't know how to how to deal with it themselves, how to navigate through it, how to avoid, or not avoid getting hurt, but how to process and deal and heal from the hurt. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to do my part to help make things better. Man. Jeez. Man. Gosh, <laughs> talking about knowing your watch. <laughs> so you said, "Oh, let me just throw a quick, brief synopsis." So, well, let me tell you about myself, <laughs> man. So, I think one thing that stood out to me is you said you're a man on a mission mm-hmm. to make relationships more happier and more fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna lie to you. When I first was introduced to you a couple of uh, months ago, way back. I was a bit skeptical. (laughs) (laughs) He's like that with everybody. (laughs) I was a bit skeptical because, you know, a lot of guys, you know, make a lot of money selling a lot of dreams (laughs) to a lot of women. Mm. And I was a bit skeptical about your work. And I was a bit skeptical, especially when people try to throw God in the mix. Mm. So I feel like at times people try to manipulate um, people of faith into using their hopes and their dreams to make a profit. And so I was a bit hesitant, but then I read your books. Mm. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. And I read your books and I'm, I'm, I'm a harsh critic as everybody knows, <laughs> but I was thoroughly impressed. Like I'm, like, I'm not even flattering you. <laughs> I'm not trying to, I, I was thoroughly impressed Appreciate and I was thoroughly blessed and I was, I was astonished to the way you talked to people. I was astonished the way you spoke life into your readers. I was I was marveled by how well you could navigate speaking godly truth, but understanding the times of today. Mm-hmm. And man, I was blessed by your book, um, He Who Finds a Wife. I was really blessed by it. I want to thank you so much for it. Appreciate I'm that, really man. excited about it. But man, how do like how are you able to navigate that so well? How how are you able to really talk about such a spiritual foundation, some spiritual guidance, but also ne- not like kind of alienating those who are not of faith and speaking the language of young adults today? You know, I think the, the first thing that comes to my mind is too many times in church and in faith they give you directions just based off what that's what the Bible said. Mm. They don't give you any explanation, any logic behind it. Like everything that God tells us to do, there's a logical explanation for it. So 
I know how to give the logical explanation that ties into the spiritual uh, direction, so to speak. And that's what connects with people. You can't just hit them with scriptures and this and that. That's not going to work for everybody. Some people, yeah, cool, but we're not all from that background. I know for me, once upon a time, if you brought the Bible my way, I was like, get out of my face. Like, mm. I don't, don't want to hear it. You know, and for me to even get closer to God, I had to read books that, it wasn't the Bible, it was books that used scriptures and helped me interpret them and stuff like that. So I guess I kind of take the same approach when it comes to the relationship stuff, because to me, there's a lot of logical explanation to what we need to understand and what we need to do. But also just, I think, I'm not trying to write a book to sound smart. Mm-hmm. I'm not even trying to post on social media to sound smart. Yeah. I'm just trying to tell you what you need to hear. That's you know what I'm saying? And I think because of that, and I just cut to the chase and I'm very straightforward with it. That's why a lot of people connect with it. You know what I'm saying? And they end up embracing it more. Because I'm not selling you all this extra fluff and nonsense. I'm just telling you what it is. And it's a lot of times this stuff you kind of know deep inside, but you didn't know how to articulate it. You didn't know how to make it make sense. And that's where I come in. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, to me, it's a gift God just gave me. I don't even know how. <laughs> I was that dude when I was like, in my teens, yeah. random strangers would come to me and tell me their deepest secrets. Oh, wow. Tell me they've been raped. Tell me they've been molested. Mm. I don't even know this person. It's the first conversation we've ever had. What a way to introduce yourself. Right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, I don't know. I've always had this thing where people felt comfortable opening up to me, mm. and that's allowed me to see into so many people's lives. And then from there, I can translate that and give guidance to other people because I know what's really going on out there. Man. So how did you get into the relationship industry? That's all, you know, we're, 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 we may, may or not be trying to break in ourselves, <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> but, um, but how did you, how do like, what is your story? Like, how did you get into that industry? Long story short, okay. one, it started, again, it always starts with God, because okay. I never in a million years thought I'd be doing this. <laughs> yeah. My degree was in IT. Oh, wow. Management Information <laughs> Systems. And even when I graduated, I was doing real estate investment. I had businesses. I was living it up in Miami. Ooh. It, it was Fam. not. <laughs> Thanks. I'll be telling you about Miami, boy. <laughs> I met my wife like eight times. <laughs> eight different girls. <laughs> my, Miami got some work done. Oh, man. man. Let me tell you. No. And so, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't on that. But yeah. went through some spiritual stuff and you know what? It wasn't even like God just told me you're going to be a relationship coach. You're going to yeah. write relationship books. It was simply, all right, God, what do you want me to do next? Yeah. And it was like, all right, I moved to Georgia. When I moved to Georgia, I was surrounded by married couples. They were all coming to me for advice. I was helping all of them. And then I felt God told me to write the first book, which is how to get a woman to have sex with you if you're her husband. Mm. And Why so... I can sense that. I can sense that. I feel that. I feel that. So yeah, you know, the husbands were all complaining about lack of sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I started there. And also it made sense to me. Start with the husbands. You know what I'm saying? They're supposed to be the head of the household. So we'll start there. And it was just me continuously praying and asking God, okay, what do I do next? And it was, okay, write a blog. And let me tell you, I don't even like writing. Mm. I despise writing. I failed classes because I didn't want to write papers. Sounds like me. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So me having written all these articles and books, I'm amazed that I've even done all that. And I always, it's all God. I can't really explain it other than that. And yeah, it's just following each step. And then it just brought me to where I am now. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's dope. (laughs) Shoot. Man. (laughs) So like, what... 
made you an expert. You know, like I know Stefan today, the expert, mm-hmm. but like what validates you as an expert? Like what allows you to be able to like have the clients you have and, you know, book the events? Like what, like what is it that established you as an expert in the field? Well, you know, it started with me just accepting the title okay. and using it. So, so quick story. I never wanted to use the title relationship expert. Mm. I used to be the same person. Oh, no one's an expert. Only God's the expert. I'm not going to call myself an expert. And I did like this uh, book promotion tour with this lady, this older um, Caucasian lady. And something went wrong with the whole promotion. And out of nowhere, she sends me this long email giving me reasons why I should call myself an expert. We've never had this conversation before. Nothing. But for some reason, she felt the need to tell me, you need to call yourself a relationship expert. Mm. And when she broke the whole thing down, I said, you know what? I prayed about it. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. So it started with me just using the, the title. And then I think what validated my expertise is just people seeing my work. Yeah. People just seeing me. Like, I don't, I'm not here to prove to nobody anything. Yeah. I'm going to put the work out. Either you find it helpful or you don't. Facts. And the more you find my work helpful, the more you're going to view me as a trusted source. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so that's what validates my expertise at that point. But it all started with just just accepting and using the title, to be honest. Yeah. Nah, and our, our listeners, as we as we dive in, <laughs> but our Go listeners, deep. our listeners, yeah, no, 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 no. You you almost set me up. <laughs> wait, wait, you always do this, bro. You can't, you cannot build up something and not say. No, it. I was gonna say something, but you made a joke that I was gonna. I almost took the bait. What? what when? Where? Why? <laughs> okay, okay. I'll tell you later. What? Remind me later. I'm not gonna remind you later. <laughs> but I was saying that our listeners are going to see through this conversation just like how skilled you are cuz it's i have a lot of quotes from what you wrote and i sent you i sent you one earlier I was, yeah i was, and like, I was, I was impressed yeah, and i was like <laughs> yo whoa wow you, whoa, right. whoa, this is, i'm going to get this tatted on my chest <laughs> like this was really good but uh but yeah so let's go ahead and jump into some of the some of what you what you've been teaching the people <laughs> all right all right Let's go with the ladies first. Let's out go of, with ladies out, first. out of respect for the ladies. Okay. And so uh, something that you you shared, which was, I, I just love this. I love this part right here. You said that a lot of times there's a difference between guarding your heart and holding back. Oh, mm. Jesus. And uh, gosh, I got... I'm about to And there's this quote. My heart is guarded by oh, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Only Jesus can penetrate my heart. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and there's two quotes that you wrote down. I mean, that you said in your book. And the book that it was The Man God Has For You. I, I, I absolutely love that book as well. And this first quote that you said um, in regards to guarding your heart and holding back. You said, be mindful of the energy you put out and the impact it could have. Just because the, this man is the man God has for you. Doesn't he doesn't mean he will scale and withstand your walls or go through all your problems. He can't heal you. He never will be able to break through your walls. He's just human. And do not think for one second that because he is a man of God, he will stick it out, tough it out and skip through all the hoops and hurdles to get through your emotional blockade. That part right there. Can we just clap for that? <laughs> that? That part right there about a lot of times women putting up this 
Great Wall of China. Yes. And go being so difficult. Yes. And saying that if you really love me or if you were the one for me, you would go through all these things to get me. Yeah. And you're saying a lot of times, you st- well, one thing I love that you do is that you accept that sometimes this could happen. There may be a woman who put up the wall and the guy worked hard and he got her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But most times you're saying that this will cause a man to say, you know what? I'm going to go to this fence over here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So can you explain a little bit more about that? Yeah. I mean, so a lot of women have been sold this dream that yes, the the man loves you, like you say, he's gonna fight through all these issues and try to be with you regardless. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, we're human too. We've been through our own battles. Mm-hmm. We're already worn down from stuff. Mm-hmm. So when we come across that, no matter how much we love you, there's only so much we can take. Ladies, and there's another, that? you know, I always tell people it's easier to chase lust than it is to chase love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm Bro, saying? It really is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the honest one. Yes, it really is, bro. It really is. I'm sorry, I got you. No problem, no problem. It's true. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when he loves you, you keep pushing him away. He can't take it. Stop pushing me away. You know what I'm saying? But when he just wants to have sex with you or whatever, that's different. He can bounce back. It's easy for him. Finesse language. So, Mm -hmm. and that's the thing. I think they get it confused because some of these dudes who do keep pushing, no matter what their issues are, they think that's, no, it's not love. It's infatuation. Mm -hmm. Is he wants something else from you, but the dude who really loves you, he can't keep he can't keep doing that. Mm. So you know, I, I want them to understand that because they I've seen so many women push away good men. Mm. I've seen so many women struggle to be with the guy who's really best for them. Mm. It's it's a woman who's hurt and damaged. She'll find all the reasons to leave the right guy and find all the reasons to be with the wrong guy. Boy. All right? So, <laughs> no. It's just, you know, when... And that's that's the main thing. You know, it's just trying to help her understand, no, you can't have walls up and think you're going to be successful in relationships. You're setting yourself up for failure every single time. Man. Do you... It's going to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, man... Do you want to share a little bit of that? Wait, wait, wait. That's... <laughs> <laughs> this is the last time, right? Stop setting me up and stuff. What, what you got to say, bro? No, 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 no. I was going to say that, remember the friend who we won't name? <laughs> okay. Who was going through that situation, Yeah. you know, in which the girl, he's a great guy. Correct. She's a great girl. Correct. But she's making him do so much. Yeah. And she's like, um, you're being patient. Thank you for being patient. I'm just not ready. I'm da 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 da. And she's and she's expecting him to do so much. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we saw was that a lot of women who want the guy to be patient and scale the walls, they also want the guy to scale the walls on her own time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like when I'm ready to talk, then I want you to I want you to talk. But if I'm not ready, then we can't talk. When I want to go out, then we can go out. And a lot of times these women put these men in situations where they're kind of lap dogs mm-hmm. and they have to only um get affection on the woman's timing. Mm-hmm. And I love this quote. It's short and simple, but you said he left because you kept holding back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I feel like men like we're so quick, like to not not say change our minds, but like once we try hard and we really want something, go after something, and we receive no love, no affection, no kind of uh, affirmation that okay, this girl really feeling me. 
Fam, I can go. I know I, every guy out there has a girl that can give them some kind of love. Some kind somebody of else is going to Somebody else going to give that to me, <laughs> and then I'm gone. You know, I feel like it's it's really easy for some men to really just you know go ghost all of a sudden just mm-hmm. because I really tried with this girl and I received nothing back. And Safan's point in the book was then the women will say, well, he just wasn't the man for me. He wasn't the right guy. And she blames it on the guy. Yeah, because, because he wasn't patient. You know, he mm-hmm. wasn't on my time. He no. didn't do the things that, you know, God wanted him to do. Yet, et cetera, That's et cetera. on her. That's I on her. Bottom line. I'm telling you, girl, that I mean, how do you wrong, bro? Like, the only man, thing I would tell guys okay. here we go, here we is go, here we go. All right. Fire me up. Fire if me you're up. in that situation, address the issue. You know what I'm saying? Got to talk. Let her know that you don't like the fact that she's not reciprocating, she's not mm-hmm. giving you the effort that you're giving, you know, what you want from her. But if she just makes excuses or doesn't fix it, kill it. So kill it. And at that how, point, it's not your fault. How do you let her know without sounding needy and weak? Because I, I know a lot of guys, they feel like they want to communicate how they feel. They want to communicate that you're not giving me the affection and the time, but they don't want to seem like they're soft or needy and weak. How, well, it's, it's, uh, it's, some, uh, it's some girls that all they... I'm saying nicely. All they complain about is men not opening up, yeah. men not speaking their mind, because yeah. they get confu- confused. Yeah. So when like a guy tries to, yeah, I know you're saying how is it works the right way, but um, like this is what the women want. You know, that's what mm-hmm. I've been hearing. That's what I've been talking about. I want a guy that's emotional that can open up to me and can be honest. But they don't want us to be emotional. <laughs> yeah. They, oh, they, talk, they, talk they want talk. to be expressive, expressive, mm, okay. not really emotional. My bad, my bad. So scratch that and that the, and to me, that's the key between. Not coming off weak and soft, but still saying what you need. Like you don't have to be emotional. You better not beg. You oh, know what ooh, I'm saying? Geez, don't don't never. come in like you, it's all about your energy. You don't come in like with your head down, yeah. kind of just passively expressing yourself. Okay. You just confidently state, "Listen, this is what I need. This is what I want." If you want to take me telling you what I need as being soft and emotional, then we're not good for each other. Okay. We're just not going to work. Like mm-hmm. at no point should a man allow a woman to make him feel like his feelings don't matter. Mm. Same way a woman shouldn't allow a man to make her feel like her feelings don't matter. So as long as you're expressing yourself calmly, confidently, yeah. in a positive, you're not lashing out, you're not, you know, getting overly emotional, then you're good. And if she can't respect that, then that tells you right there there's a problem. And that's why he calls himself the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, I, I love it. I love it. And and to your point, it's like, oh, we're going to get a little bit uh, more into it as as we progress. You, you're, you are so understanding to what people are going through in 2018. People have been heartbroken. Mm-hmm. People have baggage. People yeah. have wounds and pains that they've all been going through and some of the walls are understandable some women may have let the wrong guy in and had no boundaries so now she may overcompensate with too much and we we Mm -hmm. understand that but here but here's a um here's a quote that you made about people who are listening in and saying but i've been hurt i've been damaged people have let me down guys have taken my kindness for weakness and taken advantage of me and and you said um, about when you're ready to enter into a new relationship or when you're ready to meet a new guy. You said, be willing to give all of yourself. And if you are not ready, there needs to be work to be done. We all have to embrace learning, growing, evolving, and healing because we've all been hurt. We've all been damaged at some point. But there's one who works. 
I'm sorry, but there's one that works for someone. I was going so well. Is it the language switch? Yeah, this is the it's the the font. Yeah, the font got changed up in this part. I thought I was colorblind. But now, but you said there's one who works hard and resolves and arises from it greater than before and those who dwell in it make sure you are not the one who dwells in it mm-hmm. and i just loved it because you just made it clear like we're all going through hurt but don't let your hurt define you and dwell in it do you see a lot of people like letting that hurt define them and dwelling and causing them to have the walls? Absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> this world is filled with damaged, broken people. Facts. And they're not doing anything about it. Mm. And they're just trying to sweep it under the rug and act like it's not a big deal. And they 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 don't want to believe that that's the reason why they're still not having good relationships or why life isn't as good as it needs to be. Because they just, they just refuse to accept it because they don't want to face the hurt. Mm. It's too difficult. You know mm. what I'm saying? So it's easier to act like, nah, I, I can't find a job because where I live. I can't find a man because there's no good men around. I can't find a woman because the women want money and I don't have any money. Like you come up with all these other excuses rather than, no, you got issues. Mm. And that's your first problem. You know what I'm saying? Fix your issues and you'll see everything start to change. Mm. But it's just difficult for people, you know what I'm saying. So the goal is to encourage them and help them to see it. But that's a it's a tough task. So how like what are some ways, some practical ways people can can search and identify the issues that they have, whether that be you know something with their character or something with the past, a relationship, some kind of event. Like what's some of the ways that they can you know go into the closet and and find those issues? Okay, so I one exercise I give a lot of my clients and, and people at the events. Is uh what I call the who hurt me list. Oh. So this you, here, boy. you that's the <laughs> spirit of right there. <laughs> so you write who hurt me on a piece of paper and you ask yourself, who hurt me? Everybody who comes to mind, I don't care how small or big, I don't care if you think you move past it. If they come to mind, write them on the paper. Yeah. And then write a couple sentences of what they did to you. Now we're going to get to see what's really going on. Because yeah. again, people bury the hurt yeah. all day long and they ignore it. They, they stay distracted from it. But when you do the who hurt me list, trust. If someone hurts you, they're going to pop up in your head. Yeah. If they didn't pop up in your head, then okay, you're good. But that's rare going to happen. Who popped up in your head, Hafiz? Boy, <laughs> you say the list or the book? <laughs> hey, for some people, it's that long. <laughs> you understand? No, you understand? I was going. I was. I was reading through your, one of your books. And you were talking about healing and going through past pain, kind of something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was reliving so much hurt. I was, I was like suffocating. I was like, man, I remember this when she did this to me. I was like, where is this coming from? Oh <laughs> like, but that's real. Like, so many people are going through so much pain, and they and it's buried deep inside. Exactly. And, you, and you're, you got to pull it out. You mm. got to pull it out. Man. Mm. That's how you face it. And then so from there, you can start to address each situation. I mean, there's a whole process to yeah, it, yeah, yeah. but that would be the first step I would tell people. Like, literally, I was just speaking to a family member, and I had them do the Who Hurt Me list. Mm. Gosh. Gosh. So, and it works. Man. So, listeners. Man, you got you got it. You got to face that list. It. And mm-hmm. after you make that list, what do you do after you make the list? Do you burn it? No. Okay. So you don't call them, right? You ain't gotta call them. Okay. 
calling. You may have. I called. Well, the thing is, calling verbal communication of issues and feelings almost never work. Wait, wait, say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Verbal communication of feelings or deep issues almost never work. Why? Because. The minute you start to pour that out to somebody, they're going to get defensive. Yep. They're not listening to process. They're listening to rebuttal. Mm. You get caught up in your emotions, so you might forget certain things, mm. caught up in the moment. Situation can go left. A distraction can come up. Somebody could call your phone. Lord knows what, but something is not going to allow that conversation to go smoothly mm. and to be fully resolved by the mm. end of it. Mm. So it's damn near pointless mm. to try to talk Verbally, mm. unless you write everything out first, mm. and and even then, I would still say forget just forget writing it and saying it. Write it and then give them the letter. And so that's the it, next okay, step. Yeah, the next step. So I'm gonna give you the second step of the healing. Okay, go ahead. It's getting it off your chest. Getting I'll, it off your chest. I, I appreciate you not charging. I was like, you know, we take one step. You know, but I don't know if we can afford the second. I give the full rundown at, at all the events. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah. going to give the second step here. So it's writing the letter. But there's a way to do the letter. Okay. You do two drafts. Mm. First draft of the letter, you just let it all out. Yeah. Mm. You don't hold nothing back. I don't care if you curse them out, curse their family out, wish death on their mama. I don't okay. care what you say. Yeah. However you feel, oh God, you let it like... out. <laughs> I don't want to read that draft. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we do not. Hey, we gotta burn that. You come out, don't burn that. That first draft, it ain't gonna go nowhere. That first uh, draft, he don't need to write it on a laptop. He need, he need pen, paper, throw in the ocean. Look, look at the first draft. At, it's an emotional detox. We gotta flush that negative energy out of your system. We gonna need a notepad. I'm telling you. And listen, and if it takes you ten pages, let it be ten pages. I tell people, if it makes you cry, cry. Crying mm. is good for you. Mm. Let it out. But whatever you got to do, get it all off your chest. Boom. Done. Mm. All right. After you finish the, the first draft, I always tell people kind of just pray, kind of just kind of gather yourself, calm yourself down. And now you read the letter as if you were them. Hmm. So now anything that comes off as attacking, condescending, mm. blatantly insulting, you change it. You're not changing your message. You're just changing your delivery Scott of the message. Expert. So start All over, right? Hafiz. <laughs> <laughs> so the goal by the end of the second draft is to have fully expressed yourself, mm. but in a calm and loving manner. Loving don't mean there ain't going to be some hurtful stuff in there. Gotcha. Yeah. Loving don't mean ain't going to be some tough pills to swallow. It just means you're not going to be attacking them, calling them names. You're, you're pouring out your heart and letting them know what how what they did impacted you how it made you feel and the purpose of why you're even doing this letter yeah i mean i, re I really re i really respect it, especially now in 2018 because a lot of people we see people lash out mm. on ig live mm -hmm. you know i'm at my baby daddy house <laughs> where my check at? <laughs> you know, all this stuff you see it on twitter we see it on facebook so like really having that one-on-one, like not one-on-one, -on -one, but that personal connection with mm. your feelings, with the past hurt and writing it down and mm. letting it all out, I feel like that's definitely not being done in 2018. Oh, hell no. Man. It's not. And it makes a huge difference. Just mm. doing, like I said, there's more steps, but just doing that, you're going to feel like a weight came off your shoulders. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. So many people are walking around holding on to all that emotional stress. Yeah. And I was just telling somebody last night, like stress is the number one inducer of disease. It's the number one trigger that leads you mm. to the emergency room. Mm. So when you're not addressing things emotionally, like I don't know if you've ever seen, there could be somebody who 
eats well, exercises, takes care of themselves, yeah. and they still get cancer. Whew. And people don't realize, I guarantee if you look at their life, mm. they're holding on to emotional stress. Boy. So they got Jesus. issues within them. Yeah. So no matter how, no matter how good you eat, no matter how, how good you take care of yourself, if you are emotionally jacked up, yeah. you are jacking your whole body up. Like, wow. it's messing you up in more ways than once. So, I mean, I can see eating my cane. <laughs> in that case, if I'm emotionally well, I can eat well. <laughs> nah, wow. No, nah, that's that's good. No, nah, I think it's so I think it's so important. I think, man, so many people, like, and I think that's something that, I don't know if I wrote this down, but one thing that you were talking about with forgiveness is that forgiveness is a lifelong process. Mm-hmm. And I just love that because it's just something that we we all go through some hurt, you know? And I love, you know, we'll talk about the men later on, but like we all go through some hurt, but we constantly got to, like you said, to me, it's kind of like a leech that latches onto your heart mm-hmm. and it just drains you and it just sucks you dry and you got to remove those leeches. You got to, you got to c- constantly fight it because something can trigger you so easily. Exactly. You know what I mean? And those triggers come back, those memories Flashback of yeah. the, the gift mm-hmm. you bought her, the you know the time you guys went to the ballet together. I'm oh, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. That's crazy. <laughs> oh man, but, uh, especially doing a relationship, you gotta let those things. Yeah, go, you gotta bro. you gotta let them. You go. can go to a ballet again, fam. And, and, but, and, and the point that he made was like sometimes you holding on to that negative energy, other people can feel that. Yeah. Yes. I love that part because it's like you're thinking like, why can't I meet anybody else? Because you're still. Harboring all that negative energy. Exactly. I got a question for you. Do you think like the people that harbor that negative energy, um, as they like go through their life after that pain, while they holding on to that stuff, it's kind of like they have a whole different person. So it's like them not being themselves every day. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because like, so like if you look at it from a woman's standpoint, a lot of women who've been hurt, they're real masculine now. You know what I'm saying? They don't know mm, how nice to for be. What? <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how to be feminine. And yeah. if you talk to them, they'll swear and say, "Well, this is just how I am." Man. So it's like you you don't even realize you've turned into this completely different person because you're holding on to all these issues. But it, I guarantee you, she gets healed. Yeah. And she'll be completely brand new, or she'll be her real, real self, her true self once again. Like hitting character trapped in that body. I know that for my life. I was just like, you know, what am I doing? Like, I had to go back to the drawing board. Like, hold up, fam, who are you? Mm-hmm. Like, go back. Who is your identity? You know, speak life into myself. It's like, bro, this is not me. Mm-hmm. I'm not a guy to be out here. Talking to multiple girls and being on dates and like that's that's not me. Yeah. Like you know, go back to the original me, my best self. Um, so yeah, I, I've been seeing that on my own life and also uh, women as well. So that's why I wanted to ask the question. Now nah, that's 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 man, that's powerful because I've I've seen that in my own life as well. I like, I've seen it. In <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for the joke. <laughs> I got Snapchats. <laughs> Those Snapchats can never come out. <laughs> but uh, but uh, no, I've seen it in my own life. Like I said, 2017 was one of my worst years. I think spiritually and character wise and like you said like when you when you harbor so much pain it just it's kind of like you're like a fire breathing dragon it just the 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 venom just spews out mm-hmm. and, and and you can't help it it shapes you it changes you mm-hmm. um and you have to be able to release that and let that go mm. and and I think it's so important that's why we as people have to experience healing because if we don't experience healing we'll never be whole 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like you were talking about in your books, like that wholeness is important because it's about whole people meeting whole people. And not just that, even you being whole, even if you don't meet somebody, you're still whole. You're still satisfied. You're still fulfilled and happy. Um, mm. So I, I love those points. Um, another thing that stood out to me that we, I mean, me and Chris were talking about it, about kind of like in 2018, and you said the women are being very masculine and sometimes, you know, take it or leave it however you can. But one thing I've noticed is that a lot of women today don't respond very well to kindness. Mm. And as Chris pointed out, oh, it's dude, like- It's thirsty. Yeah. Mm. And, a, and um, a lot of women only respond to like this finesse language, as yeah. Chris likes to say it. You know, this smooth talking, you know, quote unquote, bad boy, yeah. F boy type yeah. persona. And like, so for me, like, I was trying to focus on 2018 being about building genuine friendships with women. Like mm-hmm. actually like not trying to get anything, not trying to take advantage of people, just actually being kind, respectful, mm-hmm. build genuine friendships, add value. And I'm talking about, I've never in my life experienced <laughs> so many L's. And Chris has seen the I L's. Seen, There's crazy seen. L's. Like I'm I was like, just trying 20. to be friends. Just trying to be a no, kind like, friend. Like, just trying to be friends. Just, like, try, just literally like, I don't want anything from them. Like I'm they just don't trust to, it, number one. And it blows my mind that, but then when we've had the moments where we, know, can be, we can be finessing. We were being finessing. We weren't living the way we were supposed to be I'm living. I'm talking about Steph Curry. <laughs> we were having a great time. Steph Curry. It was amazing. Yeah. Like, what, what? how do you explain that? What's going on? So one, one part of it is they don't trust the good guy stuff. Mm. All right? So That's it's awesome. almost like... When, when you're the a-hole, when you're the finesser, when you're all that... You that, that's what they expect, so it makes them feel more comfortable when you put that out there. I'm telling when you, you coming bro. on nice and sweet. It's like what you got up your sleeve. You 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 waiting to unleash something on me. I don't trust it. Mm. On and then on the flip side, I do think though that sometimes it's about we got to always check our energy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Okay. So if you're coming on some friend stuff, like. We don't realize when we're the one when we're because we've all been the Vanessa yeah. Yeah. In some, to some yeah. degree yeah. Or, or whatever. I started it. And, and, <laughs> and, and when you're in that mode, you kind of just don't care. Mm. You're yeah. confident. It's whatever. You shoot your shot. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. But when you're being nice, you're more cautious. Yeah. You might be a little more passive. Mm. So sometimes it's not really uh, you trying to be their friend versus being the bad boy. It's that energy you carry with it. You got to almost carry the finesse energy with the good guy approach. Mm. You see what I'm saying? You got to combine the two. And I think, not saying, you're still going to have some problems. Because again, they're still not going to trust this whole night. You're being too good. It's almost like you're too good to be true. Yeah. All right? And so a damaged woman is going to have a hard time embracing that. But you'll probably find more success if you combine the two. You know what I'm saying? So you got to still be confident. You still got to have that boldness to you. Yeah. But yeah, you can still say, but yeah, all I'm trying to be right now is friends and that's it. Yeah. No, and that that was just remarkable about- (laughs) It really was. About this year. And I I definitely definitely understood that. Like, And- Because I feel like so it's important that in today's world, and me and Chris were talking about it um, also, that in today's world- so many relationships are built on the physical mm-hmm. and, a, and the foundation of everything should be a healthy friendship, you know? And so moving forward, I know I want to, and Chris wants to, and a lot of our listeners want to build healthy friendships with women before pursuing something, you know, physical or anything like that. But it seems as though 
if you don't come off physical to to begin with, yeah. they don't give you no time of day. You know, like, mm-hmm. and that's something that I was wondering, like. It's like they don't feel like you're not attracted to them or something. If you don't mm-hmm. like make a move or something. Yeah. That's what you're trying to say? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, if you don't, I remember there was one girl, uh, I won't tell her story too much, but we were hanging out. And I was just, you know, trying to be on my best behavior, you know, just converse and not do anything. But I saw the eye of the tiger in her. <laughs> I saw the eye. Hey, hey, I, give you a look. I saw the eye. I'll be mad to me. Someday I get the look. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the eye of the tiger, but I was like, you know what? I'm being respectful. I, you know, I, I know as a man, I got to lead. And then it was what it was. But literally after that, like seeing her was so hard. You know, every time I'm like, oh, I'm busy here. I'm da 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 da. I was like, you had so much energy back then. Mm-hmm. But then now, when it wasn't about this, you know, sexual type of relationship, it seemed as though the energy was lacking. Mm. Like, yeah, it is. How do you like? How do you give? How do you give advice to guys who are trying to do right but are going through that? It's tough. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't have the simple answer <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. You know, to be honest with you, I do think that. So my thing is this, if you're trying to be friends, yeah. but the, there is still an interest there for something more, you got to be clear about that. You, How soon? Up front. Like the first time you meet you her? You got to let it be known. Listen, I am feeling you. Yeah. I do have interest in you, but I think let's take the friendship route so that we can take it easy. Because again, she don't know what's going on here. And if you're not showing her any interest, she might think this is a waste of her time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's the same thing with guys. A lot of times, if you don't state your interest, you can get friend zoned really fast. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's the mistake a lot of men make. They don't say anything for a while. And then by the time they already say something, well, you've already been put in the friend zone. Too late. Man, you know what I'm saying? You're not getting out now. <laughs> but if you would establish your interest early on, but simply say, I'm prepared to take the friend route while we get to know each other, well, at least there's there's no confusion there. She knows what's up. So either she's interested in you too, or she's not. How do you explain to women? Because I've had women share with me that they they don't like being told initially that the guy wants them. How do you do you feel like she's lying? I, I think listen, I, I have a heart. I believe that people view your actions based off of their perception of you. Yeah. Meaning, so okay, if women when a woman can have 10 guys inbox her right now. Yeah. All right. And she'll and if she don't like them, she don't think any of them cute, they all thirsty. Yeah. All off right. Top. <laughs> then the eleventh person can DM her. Yep. But she likes this Yo, dude. Yeah. Man. Thinks he's cute. He can say the exact same that thing same the last boring. 10 people said. And yet this is flattering. Mm. He is cute. Oh, daddy. He's welcome. Daddy exactly. <laughs> so a lot of it is how you perceive the person. So to me, if a woman has an issue with you stating, in, not again, not disrespectfully stating interest, yeah, yeah, yeah. not in some overly sexual way, but yeah. simply saying, I do see someone I want to get to know in that way. Mm-hmm. If she has a problem with that, she either she has issues mm. or she's not that interested. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But there's no way that she views you as someone that she thinks there's a potential here mm-hmm. and she's going to take issue with that? Yeah. No. Nah. Man. I don't believe that for a second. Mm-hmm. Gosh. That makes sense. Without doing too much woman bashing, I'm gonna give. That, I, I know some women. Women listeners have some questions for you, and this is something that, like, man, like, there's a, just some ideas that I have in my mind that I feel like churches and relationship experts answer this so poorly. Mm. 
And they always turn me off whenever they answer this question. But when I heard you answer this so question, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> but, when I, but when I heard you answer this question, I was like, I was still processing this all in my mind. But I respected the way you answered it because you you address the criticism that people have of you. And one of the things that you people have criticized about you is that you're selling women false dreams by saying that there is a man. God has for you for everybody. Mm-hmm. And you said you believe that. So for our female listeners right now, some are in their mid to late um, 30s. Some are in their early 20s. A lot of them believe that there's no good guys out there. There's no good godly men out there. But you said, no, there is a good man out there for you. How are you going to explain that to these women who said they've been there? They've done that. That's a lie. I'm not going to believe that. Well, number one, you can't sit here and tell me you trust God for your health. You trust God for money. You trust God for your success. Oh, but he can't get me no man. Mm. He can't lead me to a relationship. Mm. That doesn't make sense. Okay, Mm. so right there, you're contradicting your own faith in God. Number one. Number two, I always say to women, if a guy came to you who was broke, and you try to tell him, hey, what's wrong with you? You need to get a job. And he says, well, you know what? There's not enough jobs out there. Mm. So what's the point? I'm going to stay stay unemployed and broke. You're not going to say, yeah, you're right. Mm. There's not enough jobs. Stay where you are. You're going to say, no, you need to get yourself together, take certain steps, and you will get a job. It's no different with relationships. This mm. idea that there's no men, no, you're not doing your part. Mm. And I can confidently say it because when I tell women to do their part and they follow the steps, mm. they see the results every single time. Mm. I, I have no failures mm. in the women who actually do what I told them to do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So to me, it's listen, there's, and, and not, let me also say this. What women don't understand is the same dude, and and y'all going to be able to feel me on this, the same dude who can be a dog to 10 women could be Prince Charming to the right woman, all right? He will turn everything around when he sees this is the woman he wants to be with and values. So what they're not understanding is they're thinking there's all these bad men because they're getting caught up in all these different stories from random women Dealing with men they don't belong with. Say that one more time, (laughs) sir. They get caught up in these stories from random women dealing with men they don't belong with. Of course, there's going to be horror stories. Mm. Of course, those men are acting a fool, not to validate it or make it okay. But yes, a lot of men are only going to act right for that one special woman. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So now when you tap into your real energy, you start putting yourself out of the way you're supposed to, you become the woman you're supposed to be, Mm. and you attract the man who really connects with you, it's a game changer. Like, I remember one dude I used to live with, dude was running the streets, just just being a hanging man whore. You know what I'm saying? All over. One day, because he was in college at the time, comes home from school and was like, I think I found the one. Mm. The first day meeting her, yeah. he was like, he was willing to drop all the other women. He was willing to not even try to have sex with this one because mm. he wanted to just make sure he didn't mess it up. Like everything changed when he was serious about someone he felt like this could be it. Mm. So a lot of women don't realize like stop getting caught up in what you're seeing. Just mm. trust. Tap into your right energy. Mm. And and even if you're spiritual, ask God what you got to do to receive it because that's the other problem. Too many times in the church, they're making them think if you just pray for the man that's going to one day come and show up at your doorstep. Nope. Nah, hey, it's nah. not happening like that. 
we all have to do things to receive our blessings. Like they say, faith without works is dead. Facts. You got to put in the work. I don't care what it is. You know what I'm saying? So find out what the work is. And if you do it, trust you're going to... Again, I just don't know anyone who did the work and hasn't seen things turn around for them. Man. <laughs> and this is why I'm a believer. <laughs> no, and I, I just man, there's so there's so many gems in that point that you just shared. But it, it it goes back to so many people surround themselves with the negative stories and allow the negative stories to create their reality. Mm-hmm. And I keep on telling people like. There are 3 billion, let's say there's 7 billion people on this planet and 50% of them are men, 49%, whatever. There's 3.5 billion men. There is one of you. <laughs> you. You can't tell me that there isn't one good godly man mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. And I and the great point is that you said you don't believe in like the soulmate, you know, like this one, but there's like, there's a person who's living a life in the same vein that you're trying to live in. That's best fit for you. Best fit for you. Not perfect. And you said you don't believe it. But it's the best fit for you. And Mm. I just feel like so many women, they listen to certain talk shows and read certain books and listen to, um, you know, certain social media and listen to certain singers who I won't name their names because their (laughs) hives will destroy me. (laughs) Their hives will destroy me. But, and they create this reality of the worst men in the world is everybody. But I just love how you're just saying it's not rocket science. But it's really about you becoming the person that God created you to become and you walking in that mm-hmm. and then allowing the right people to meet you. I'm not going to give the girls a tip because they're going to have to buy the book. They're going to have to buy <laughs> I, I, You guys, I'm not, we're not going to go through the tips. You're going to have to buy my man's yeah. book. I mean, just, find just it to out. back him up, I, I have personally seen in my life where it's like it's some girls I can definitely act totally different around them. If I see one girl that I actually mm-hmm. like, value, and Boy. see potential with, ah, <laughs> oh man I switched up everything Cut off everybody And like you know Completely focused I feel like a lot of guys Do that as well Absolutely. So I I agree 100% on that Like I am one of the most Aggressive Hyper One of the most Loudest <laughs> But the right girl Puts me in the most Behave Like I'm like you, I'm a different He's person a different man I'm like you know Like it's totally And I It's like I, man Did you buy a suit? Was <laughs> <laughs> <Right> that flower? <laughs> 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 you a coat? We got tickets for <laughs> But um But to the point about the right guy that God has for you, I don't want to spend too much time on women. I'm gonna, the last thing I want to talk about is, do you feel like some women have unrealistic expectations about what they want in a guy? Yes. I men think- have it too. We're going to get to men. I know the women are mad. We're yeah. going to get to men. Relax. 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 <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I do, think, I do think there are a lot of women who have unrealistic expectations and they're... They're putting, they're, they're creating a box that's going to be hard to fill. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I told one woman at an event, I was like, because she asked me, what, what, how do you know when the standards are too high yeah. or when you're being unreasonable? And I was like, okay, it's a, it's a matter of what do you need versus what you want. Mm-hmm. You want a man who makes six figures. You don't need a man who makes six figures. Facts. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So that's where you know you're being unreasonable. Are you really going to not date guys who are quality 
Because they're not officially six figures. It's like the women who say he has to be six foot. You're 5'1". Yeah. All right? <laughs> and you're talking about he has to be six foot plus? Like, no. You want six foot plus. You don't need six yeah. foot plus. This is where you're getting unre- you're being unreasonable. Yeah. Now, we all have our preferences. We all have things that we like. So, there's nothing wrong with you preferring that. Yeah. But to not be open to more possibilities. Like, yeah. to me... You have to get away from the specifics of your desires and more so, more, more so the core principles of it. So it's like, all right, granted, I, there's nothing wrong with wanting a guy taller than you, yeah. but you shouldn't say he has to be a specific height. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with uh, wanting someone who's financially stable, but you get yourself in trouble when you say he, they have to make a certain amount of money. Mm. You see what I'm saying? When you start specifying it, then you're starting to really make it difficult for you. Not to mention that some of these things are like... Being over six foot, I think like 13% of the men in the world are over six foot feet yeah, tall like, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. It's a like low five, percentage. Five, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So right there, if you're saying <laughs> this guy has to be over six foot, making more than six figures, mm. have no kids, <laughs> like, do you realize how God. small that pool of men is? It's so, now, I'm not saying you can't possibly get one. Yeah. And you know what? I always tell people, you don't ever have to lower your standards, but you may have to raise your qualifications. So, DJ, bring that one back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Bring that one back. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, you ain't got to lower your standards, but you might have to raise your qualifications. So my thing is, if you want that six foot plus, six figure, no kids man, you better come with it. Man. All right? You better come with it because... Yeah, competition is going to be stiff and it's going to be a small pool that oh can't even get that guy. Oh, hey, get it this off, is why I love him. <laughs> this is why I love this guy right get it here. Off, get it off, Poppy. I've been telling people <laughs> all telling the people. time, you cannot go to the dealership with $20,000 and want a brand new BMW. Uh-huh. You don't have enough money. <laughs> you don't have enough. If you had the money, I don't mind. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Ooh, boy. Exactly. <laughs> God. Boy, you love when people back up your, uh, your theory. I'm, I'm not crazy. I've been thinking this for so long. I know I'm not crazy. But people keep on looking at me like I'm crazy. You gotta know your limits. You gotta know your limits. You gotta be reasonable. Said, and- he told us, hey, look in the mirror. Be honest. <laughs> be honest. Oh you, know that- <laughs> you know, gosh, and um, Oh my goodness, man! Oh my god! All right, let's 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 get to the man. Let's get to the man. All right. So we talked about. I know know the women. They want want me to come with the same energy. I'm gonna come with the same energy. Okay. With the men with looks, Mm. a lot of men very very shallow. Love them. Mm -hmm. Love. Wait, I love the way they look. (laughs) (laughs) There he goes right there. (laughs) There there he goes right there. I'll be the one. I'll be the example. Here we go. And. You 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 share there's nothing there's nothing wrong with it, but like you said, understanding the core values with it, mm-hmm. and understanding if you can afford it as well. Huh? I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> what what is what is your when when you're counseling men who are like there's no good women? Do you do you believe in the balance between how she looks and her character? Do you believe like there's like. I don't know I'm, I'm kind of going off here, but do you believe like if you want her to look a certain way, there may be a chance that she may not have the character that you want. You got to have that right balance. Well, you know, so 
you got to have the right balance in the sense of, you know, you don't want to just be with a woman because she looks really great. Yeah. Um, and then she has horrible character. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? On the flip side, I would tell you, be careful with being a woman with being with a woman who has great character, but you're not attracted to. Yeah. Because you're going to end up cheating. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Men are too visual. It's highly unlikely that he's going to be satisfied if he's not attracted to his woman. Yeah. Um, but I don't think, like, I do think society likes to believe if they look good, they must be stupid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and if, yeah. if they're smart and have great character, they must not look so good. So you don't believe that there's a, because I have, I don't go higher than 8.5. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> I personally believe after 8.5, the, the likelihood of stability and Good health, mental health, <laughs> and character diminishes. You you don't you're not a believer in that. No, I, I don't because okay. my thing is this. So I agree that the likelihood yeah. decreases because yeah. what happens is if a woman's really good looking, she's used to having life handed to her. Mm. She doesn't so have to she didn't have to exactly. She didn't have to learn how to build her character, how to build personality, how to develop certain skills. It's easy. It's the same way if a dude grew up with money. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. He's usually a douchebag. You exactly. know what I'm saying? So yes, it is likely mm -hmm. that those other things decrease, but you don't want to put that on everybody That's because true. you're there are plenty of women who are 9s, 9.5s and our, I mean, I've honestly recently met women who are damn good looking and yeah. have great character. All right, we, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. 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 So it, it exists. It exists. Yeah, tell them I don't make a lot of money, though. Yeah, I know that right now. <laughs> 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 well, your qualifications. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can we get a loan before that vehicle? And um, so, and here's something that, man, this idea really, really helped shape my life that you share. And I want to thank you so much for sharing this about the difference between chasing a woman and finding mm. a good woman. Like that has been so powerful to me because for a lot of my early 20s, I was chasing because mm. I felt like that's what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Both to chase and put in the energy. But like you said, sometimes when you're overly aggressive, it works against you. Mm. And it shows not your desire, but it shows desperation. Mm -hmm. Do you mind expounding upon that for some of our some of our listeners? Yeah, you know, so I think all dudes growing up, you know, unless you grew up around like uncles who are pimps and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. You're all we're all taught, like you said, when you really like a girl, you gotta go hard and you gotta show her how much you want her and be all sweet and kind. And it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. That's why good guys get trampled on mm -hmm. all the time because that's why they become these finesse guys. Exactly. Yep. And they get burned and then they switch up. But it's yep. like, yo, if you gotta do all that, something's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Either she's not as interested as she needs to be or she got her guard up, or she's trying to take advantage of you, something is off. Because if a woman's really into you, she would reciprocate a lot faster. Mm -hmm. If she's into you and doesn't have any deeper issues that need to be resolved. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. to me, it's like, it just, it's gotten so many men in trouble. And then when we have the whole he who finds a wife, they make it sound like what it's a continuation of men chasing after women. Man's supposed to pursue. No, yeah, we're supposed to make our interests known. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're supposed to show effort. Yeah. But the minute you find yourself chasing, stop. Mm -hmm. Stop. And the crazy thing is, 
You stop chasing. Watch how much faster you get a reaction out of her mm. than you would have continuing to chase. Nope, too late. <laughs> <laughs> too late. Nope. nope, I got what I need. There's two scenarios where that happened for both of us. Okay, and that's so crazy. Yeah, and like, and what's crazy is that all these like romantic movies, all these Disney stories, yeah. they, they tell you to dream that that's how women want to be. That's only in the movies, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I would have known that three years ago. Yeah, you can last longer than me. I'm th- you got like three weeks. <laughs> you got to give me something, damn it. Man, and, and here's a quote that I'm, we're, my, we might all get tatted on our chest. <laughs> tatted? This, this, Tatted. <laughs> when when history is told and God gives you your crown, here, here's what's going to be written on your crown through what you your contribution to humanity. You said, if you are treating a woman like a queen and she isn't treating you like a king, then you have to remove her from your kingdom. Jesus Lord, <laughs> that's the one you sent me. I was like, oh my God, yes. Look, look, how feet you want to take a moment, bro? Take a moment. I've had a, I had moments <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> why, why do you think men struggle with this? I feel like men keep on thinking, I gotta try harder, gotta be kinder, gotta do more, gotta do more, gotta do more, gotta do more. You say no. Yeah. The to me, the biggest problem is a fear of losing the woman. Mm. You're so scared to lose her that you don't want to push her away in any kind of way. You don't want to go against her wishes. It's like in those moments where she gets mad, you want to give in to her anger, give in to her her nonsense at that time because you're trying... Like your gut. Exactly. You become... And I mentioned that where sometimes we become so into a woman and this happens to women too, but it happens a lot for men. We become so into that woman that we don't realize we've put her over God. Mm. We worship her more than we worship in God. That's out of alignment. Right mm. there, you're in trouble. You know what I'm saying? That's a problem. You've got to be able to, I say it all the time, treat a woman like a queen, put on a pedestal, do all that sweet stuff. But the minute she comes at you disrespectfully or is acting in an un- improper, or, I mean, uh, in an inappropriate, unhealthy way, you got to check her. Mm. Period. Mm. There ain't no way around that. But I tell people, listen, I, I ain't trying to have nobody catch a case. So this ain't no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. This ain't, this well, ain't no, slap up. Nothing disrespectful, yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing abusive, yeah. nothing like that. But you got to draw the line that says this is unacceptable. So yeah, if you're treating a woman all great, and she's not giving it back. You got to show her that's not going to work here. You have to make someone feel like as long as you're willing to give mutual effort, you will get all you need from me. Mm. But you want to half-ass this? You out. Done. Mm. Yeah. And you cannot be afraid. You cannot say, well, damn, if I if I tell her no, I'm not going to get... No, no, no. Don't be afraid. Because I, I tell you this. If she really loves you, she will respect what you just did. Mm-hmm. You'll actually gain more of her love and attention by doing that. Mm-hmm. If she gets mad at you or leaves you because you respectfully checked or you respectfully drew that line, she was never about you in the first place. Ooh. She was only there to use you the whole damn time. So, mm-hmm. like, how? What are some of the um, qualities that we need to look for? Not qualities. I mean, like uh, signs. Like signs that uh, that a woman is treating us like a king. As long as she's willing to be. The signs would be one: is she willing to give you what you say you need? So what, part of it is our responsibility okay. is we got to be clear about what we need. Gotcha. You can't hold it against somebody 
and say they're not doing their part when you're not giving them any instruction. Mm-hmm. You're not helping them sense. understand what they got to you know, do for you. Yeah. So if you're clear about it and they're still not doing it, oh, that's a sign they're not about you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if I can tell you and you're willing to embrace that, and it, again, first make sure are you doing your part? Yeah. Because if you acting a fool, then don't expect her to be yeah. all about you and treating yeah. you like a king. Oh, sure. But you know you treating her right, you're yeah. doing your part, you're hearing her out, you're yeah. respecting her yeah. emotions and her feelings, then yeah, at that point, if she can't give you the same return when you tell her what you need, that that's it. Ooh. It's really that simple. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think also a woman who's willing to even ask you what you need, ask you what you want, ask you what you like. <laughs> Man. That shows that, okay, she she's really about making sure you're good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's always more important to lay out what you need and then see how she handles it. Hmm. And how early like do you lay that out? Man, lay it out early as as early as possible. Like we don't gotta BS. We wasting too much time. What's what's as early as possible? Like the, he's a very date, specific date, person. Date, I, I, okay. I, I, <laughs> date man, three. He gonna, he gonna follow you back. He gonna follow you back. Day three. Day right, four. Day three. One. Right, I wanna love you so. like Christ loved the church. <laughs> I think it depends. So I'm about. You don't have to make announcements and stuff. Okay. You have natural flow conversation. Mm-hmm. And so in the natural flow conversation, we're asking each other what we like and boom, 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 boom. It's in that flow. You're just being honest. You're yeah. being open. You're letting it be known. Yeah, I do like this. This is what I look for in a woman. This is what I... The other day, uh, I was supposed to go on a date with somebody. And then she she hit me up and said, you know, if you want, I can help you pick the place. And in that moment, I said, you know what? That's great because you know what? I'm not a great planner. I'm not the greatest coordinator. I have no problem covering the cost and I have no problem with us going wherever you want to go. But I'm not good at just being the one to pick the place. So I let her know this stuff up front. So it's like, now, if if that's a problem for you, cool, we ain't got to continue seeing each other. Mm. It's really that simple. You know what I'm saying? But if you're like, all right, cool, I don't mind that. I don't mind being the one to pick it and you take care of it. Okay, now we got that out the way. We won't have that issue down the road. You see what I'm saying? People, the reason why people see things blow up later in their relationships is because they never brought the stuff up. Mm. They keep hiding certain information. They never share certain things about themselves. Because they're afraid that the person's going to run away. Exactly. My thing is this. If you want to run, I want you to run as soon as possible. That's true. Let's not wait. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I agree. Why are we dragging this out? If certain things about me is going to scare you, let's find out early on. You know what I'm Mm. saying? And that's the thing. You you got to get to a point where you're never afraid to lose anybody. And the reality is that God don't want us so attached to anyone that we can't walk away from them. We're really supposed to be able to walk away from anybody at any moment. Mother, father, siblings, lovers, whoever, the minute God says, lead them and come with me. Mm. So yep. you're never supposed to have that level of an attachment with somebody. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So you want to get to a point where, yeah, you know what? I do love you. I want to be with you. But don't get it twisted. You ain't got me wrapped around your finger. Mm. And I ain't going to be afraid to lose you. Because if I lose you, God going to take care of me. Mm. Boy, that's the hard verse, boy. Leave your mother and your father <laughs> and your work mm. and Every, your income. Everything. And come follow me. Everything. Man. Woo! Man, and that and that's that's so powerful because a lot of times, as you shared in your book, when you hold on to those people who you who you know is not the right kind of person, when it fails, then you begin to harbor that bitterness towards women or mm-hmm. men and say, or God, oh, you know, or God, yeah, yeah. when all along Very you should have left them a long time ago. 
Mm. And and honestly, that's what I, I realized. I literally, I was reading his book because you know, I, you know, we're we're, we're healing, <laughs> we're healing. But I was reading his book and I realized I said, man, like there were so many moments with certain women who I said I've gotten hurt. From. I stopped saying. I recently stopped saying women hurt me, and I started saying I allowed myself to mm-hmm. be hurt. I I just changed language. Nobody hurt me. It was my decision to be with that person, and I saw things in their character. But for a lot of women. I saw things in their character and I knew I should have left, but mm. I chose to stay. Yeah. And that's when I realized that God gave me signs way earlier to dip, but I wanted to stay in it. Mm-hmm. And then when things went bad and then I'm mad at God and mad at women, but God's like, I told you. I told you. And so, man, that's, gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's, that's so real, bro. That is beyond real. Man, because like that attachment is real. Like if you make somebody like your god and you mm-hmm. lose them, it's kind of like you already in a mini marriage, but then now you're going through a mini divorce. Mm-hmm. You can god. take that. Goodness gracious! Yeah, you go ahead and put so, that. So <laughs> we want to be respectful of your time. Like for the women, if what one piece of advice? So for the women in 2018. They're looking for love. They they want to find the right guy. Besides, read your book, yeah, which they're gonna do. That's, that's, I'm that's tell- a sensational. And I'm, and I'm telling you guys this right now. It's an amazing book, and it's Thank short. You. It's sweet. It's to the point. No fluff. I love it. It's gr- I mean, it's great. It really is. <laughs> but what is the one piece of advice for the women looking for love in 2018 that you want to want to leave with? They gotta heal. Mm. Ooh. First Jesus and foremost, Lord. they got to right, heal. We got the podcast. And, 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 we got <laughs> and let me say this. They got to heal and they got to get back to their feminine energy. Mm. That's the feminine. big thing. I tell women all the time, feminine energy is their power. If they get back to that, the world is their oyster. It changes everything. Mm, so, mm, mm. you know, don't worry about where do I find a man? And No, no. Just heal and become more feminine. Mm. Everything will fall into place. Oh, God. <laughs> I gotta let me ponder on that. Right. This is why you're an expert. <laughs> thank you, you thank you. Saying, this, uh, the man know what he's talking about. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> oh man! So for the men, what is the advice you're gonna give, give the to, guys? Give it to me. So of course, men heal too. But you know what? To the men, I'm gonna say they got to walk in their masculinity. Okay. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And when I say walk in their masculinity, I feel like we're not preparing ourselves for the lives we want. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We spending too many years chasing after women, doing dumb stuff. And even if you want to be the man whore and run these streets, yo, take a few years to just work on you. Get your mind right. Get your career right. Get your business right. Whatever it is. So that, like I tell people now, like, I'm a believer in like being head of the household, taking care of the bills, whatever. And some people think that's ridiculous in today's world. I, you think, have... I think you're very wise. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, some people think like you got to have these two uh, income households yeah. now. And I'm like, listen, it's not unreasonable. Could you imagine if all dudes everywhere from the age of 18 to 21 said, we're not going to chase no women. We're going to focus on our career paths and getting our credit in order, getting our finances in order, whatever. By the time they hit 21, or even if we say 23, these dudes can have their own house, mm. nice car. Yeah. They can have everything in order. And then you're king of the world. Facts. Now, either, whether you want to be running the streets or you want to be a family man, you will be 10 times better equipped. But dudes don't want to sacrifice any, make any sacrifices. They don't mm. want to give up a few years for something better. Mm. And it's like, 
And then it's robbed. And to me, that is also robbing them of their masculinity because if you're a dude and you don't feel like you got your stuff together, you don't feel as confident. Yeah. Now that's, that's how you end up starting to be at the whim of some of these women and start dealing with yeah. certain nonsense. Boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But get your stuff together and become confident, be masculine. Oh, you're not gonna entertain that crap no more. Confident, you know not what I'm cocky. Yeah. Exactly. Not yeah. cocky, but yeah. confident. Yes. You won't entertain the nonsense. You won't get tied up in unnecessary situations as easily. Cause now you got so much more to play for. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like men gotta get back to really preparing themselves. For the life they want and walking more in their masculinity again. Man, I love that. I have a story I want to share, but I can't. I'm not even gonna, I'm gonna let that one just simmer. Let the people Sam, enjoy. If it. you do that one more time, bro, <laughs> we gonna square up. You have to stop doing it. I have this I want to share, but I'm not gonna share. I didn't want to share. I'm gonna say, but I'm not gonna say. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna share. I'm gonna share. I'm gonna share. It's not that important, it. but I just love what he said. Don't say it. Don't say it at all. <laughs> See what I deal with. <laughs> the truth. <laughs> but I. But that. That's one of the, the things I realized this year, and I and I realized it, and I think about it like a dance, right? Like a man and a woman. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> He's why I don't share my stories with him. I want to share with you in private. I knew he wouldn't be able to respect my story. <laughs> I think about it like a dance. Going to the ball. <laughs> I think about it like a dance. And a, a female-male relationship is like a good dance. The man's taking the lead, but the woman trusts the lead, and, and she's having a good time, having a good time dancing. But the key to finding a great dance partner, it starts off with you yourself being a great dancer. Mm-hmm, you yourself enjoying dancing. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you ever went out and you're just having a good time, you realize that a lot of times women come. A lot of times people are attracted to that. Mm-hmm. And so I started seeing that so much of the energy and emphasis as a man needs to be on you yourself finding your passion, you yourself finding your success, you building yourself up, you being the great dancer. And then if you're having a great time dancing, you won't beg no woman to dance. Exactly. Because she's only going to ruin your great time. Mm-hmm. You can either come and be a part of my dance or you can go because I'm having a great time myself mm-hmm. and I'm healthier making better decisions. And then when I do find that great dance partner to join me, now we have synergy. Now we have good energy because I'm not, and she's feeding off of the time I'm having. And so no, I, I I really appreciate you taking See, time. See, that wasn't so bad. Huh? See? Well, you going to share the story and not share the story. I just repeated what he said. I mean, but you gave it a story. You gave it something practical. Like, like people can vision that. That makes sense. Oh, I'm just saying you can do good, it. That was a good analogy. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I appreciate you so much, guys. You need to get his books. Go to Amazon.com. Right now. Type in Stefan. How you say the last name? La Bossier. It's going to be in the episode title, so you can go ahead and type that in. And yep. I want you guys, fellas, get the book. Yep. Hugh finds a wife. Women, get the book. The man God has for you. And also, God, where's my bow? I think that's a great one as well. Thank you. Get, I'm like, if you complain about a relationship in 2018 and you didn't get the book, I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> don't ask us. Don't ask but, but, man, thank you so much. You got some shows coming up. I want you to plug your shows, plug your, plug whatever you got coming up. Let everybody know what's cities, going on. Everywhere you yeah, so I got the truth about Love Tour. Uh, Going to be here tomorrow in Houston. Um, I'm sorry. The episode comes out on Monday. 
But we can probably. Do but we're gonna something. we're gonna promote it. We're gonna promote it tomorrow. But guys, okay. if you're listening to this in Houston, he's already been gone. But All right, we'll so he's gone. Already. So after that, and Dallas will be gone by then too. Cause yeah. I do Dallas on Sunday. Dang it! Um, we'll, we'll promote the crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna actually flip it and do some more a different tour for the second half of the year. I'm okay. still putting together the name and stuff. So I'll be back in Houston for a different kind of tour. Um, so yeah, just just trying to do what I got to do, man. Yeah, cool. And uh, where can they find you on social media? Oh, social media, you can find me at Stefan Speaks. That's uh, Stefan S T E P H A N Speaks, which that's on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. You can find me Stefan Speaks Relationships. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna follow, man. Guys, I want you guys to <laughs> send Stefan. The biggest gem you got from this episode. I want you to send him where you where you want your message. Email you want to. They can if it's on Instagram, DM me. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Just just instant message me whether it's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Send him the biggest gem and and let him know how blessed you were by this this episode because I know I was blessed. Yeah, we're like we're calling y'all out, listeners, for real. We I don't want for comments much. for me. Yeah, I've usually asked comments for us. I yeah. want them all to go to my man Stefan yes, because yes. T- boy. It was like he took his time out to dedicate this for you all now for, for you us. for free for free he could easily charge us yeah it probably wasn't gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> but man Stefan we appreciate you appreciate you guys a lot guys please make sure you let them know how much you care yes sir so as I said at the beginning of the podcast this is your boy Hafiz Chris the star of the show baby Stefan Speaks. And we are the roommates, guys. Make sure you share, 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 guys. Comment, let the people know about the podcast. Guys, go ahead and let a friend sit down and listen to this podcast with you guys. We thank you so much. We love you. Share, you guys share, are amazing. Share, share. iTunes, SoundCloud, everybody. We love you. Look forward to hearing what you guys got to say. We are the roommates. Adios. Bro.